Hello everyone and welcome back to ACRG in Air. This is season one, episode three. Today I'm joined by my co-host Aliana Rivera and today we'll be diving into the topic of how your childhood environment impacts your adulthood. First off, girl, I would like to know how has your past week gone, including Thanksgiving? Um, the past week has been pretty good. I was I was happy that we only had to go to classes for half the week, so we could spend the last week, the last half of the week with the fam. Um, but Thanksgiving was pretty good. I got to see family members that I hadn't seen in like since I was probably two years old. So it was nice for them to see like who I've become and everything and share stories. And um, this past weekend was pretty good too, up until I got sick. And so I'm starting to get over it. So just excuse that. Um, but what about you? How was your weekend, your weekend Thanksgiving? My week was actually good. Um, for the first time for the holidays, I traveled out of town and I went to Atlanta like oh. all week. I, I left like um, around Sunday. Yeah, I left. And then um, we just spent the um, whole week over there with my aunt because she recently moved. She got a new job and mm-hmm. she's the only family member down there. So she's all alone. So we just decided to, you know, you know, go make her feel at home away from home, if that makes sense. And it was actually really, really nice. I did not think I would like Atlanta I mean, the first the first couple mornings were kind of hard because, you know, the altitude's very different from Texas. Yeah. So, like, I always woke up with, like, stomach aches, and it wasn't really, you know, pleasing. And I was like, what, why is this happening? You know, I was kind of confused. But then, like, it started to go away, and I started getting used to it. But overall, it's so beautiful over there. Like, it looks like what fall should look like. I know we're kind of basically in winter now, you know, falls away because, you know, December's around the corner. Mm-hmm. But it is just so beautiful over there. And I did not expect that. I don't know what I expected, but, you know, I'd never been to Atlanta before. But I really, really enjoyed it. And um, all the stuff, the sightseeing stuff that we did. And uh, we rode, like, this uh, Ferris wheel and stuff, you know. Like, I li- I enjoy heights, but when it goes too slow, that's when I start getting anxious. And you know Ferris wheels are, like, <laughs> really slow. And then you'll stop at the top. Yeah. And you'll just go back and forth. Like, I literally had, like, a low-key panic attack. <laughs> But yeah, and then uh, Thanksgiving, we uh, still cooked over there in her little apartment. It was really, uh, really, really, really fun, you know. I really enjoyed, and then she, um, you know, we caught up and stuff like that. It was really, really fun, though. Thank you for asking. (laughs) That sounds like you had a lot of fun. I have never been to Atlanta, let alone out of state before, so it is scary to me. But I'm really, like, happy that you enjoyed your time out there and were able to, you know, create new memories and join your aunt over there. Um, I find that very touching and heartfelt. So, you guys did good. It was so much fun. Like, I could probably make a whole other podcast about how much I fell in love with Atlanta. I'm not gonna lie, but (laughs) now you definitely you you need to go. But um, all right, all right. So, diving into our topic of the evening, um, back to um, how your childhood environment impacts your adulthood. I do believe that uh, your environment you were raised in, you know, it could shape a path for your life. But I also believe that people forget that they have the ability to change that path. You know what I mean? Like create, create a new one or even alter the current one. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, it's a it's a pretty interesting subject or thing to think about because there are certain there's like a not a certain number of perspectives. Like there's multiple perspectives when it comes to these things, because on the one hand, you could say that 
your environment makes you and that you are the product of your environment. But on the other hand, you know, there's a, there's um, people who have been born into a certain kind of environment, but have transitioned out of it and have mm-hmm. become something greater than or less than, you know, depending on the situation. But then a lot of people also think, you know, remember where you came from, you know, like to stay humble and stuff. So there's a, there's a whole different ways that we can go about discussing this or a whole like a whole spectrum of perspectives that we could view from. Mm-hmm. But me personally, I think that your environment doesn't define you as far as yes. who you are and your growth and your capacity and um, your development. But I do think that your environment is should be an important anchor for you when it comes to your values and um, just remembering, you know, your roots. Because mm-hmm. I know, like, as people age and get older and get more involved with what they do in their lives, they tend to forget, you know, that kind of morality, I guess you could say, um, just because they're used to what they're doing in this day and age where they forget you know where they came from and their roots and stuff so i think that aspect of it is important where but at the same time you know if you're the type of person where you don't want to remember where you came from because it was just that bad or not very traumatic for you um then that anchor isn't necessarily as important like i said like there's so many different ways of going about this yes i I definitely agree i definitely agree with you um how you stated that you know it i mean it it doesn't define you but some people let it define you you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and that's where i mean it doesn't upset me but i get like i just i just look at them and i'm like why do you why do you have that mentality like why do you especially if you have a bad past you know what i mean like a bad like a bad upbringing and stuff like that if stuff was just Mm -hmm. completely toxic for you like they shouldn't they're, what they're doing is limiting themselves. They're putting themselves in a box and they don't know how to get out. And that's what sucks because so many people have potential for something, but they will never know because they allow themselves to stay in that box of, oh, I was treated this way, so I deserve that. You know what I mean? And yeah. it's like whatever, like it could be like a relationship with their parents or, you know, romantically or, um, you know, how a teacher treated them or how they were treated in school, like like anything, any little thing, like, if stuff wasn't fair or whatever, like as they get older, they stay in that mindset and it makes them so negative. And it's just so crazy to me how people don't, can't find like, I don't know if power is the correct word. What is the correct word for that? They don't, they can't find the, um, the strength. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. They have the strength to get out of that mindset. So then they end up like going downhill and doing nothing with their lives or, you know, working the same nine to five forever because they just think oh I can't do better than this you know what I mean Mm -hmm. and that like really upsets me because it's like yeah yeah you had this bad upbringing but you chose to stay like that when you could have made yourself better and made yourself into something Mm -hmm. so it's not like I don't I don't mean for this to come out um bad or anything but it's kind of like they wasted their life I don't know I don't know what's a better way to say that but like they wasted their life. They didn't do anything because they allowed their traumatic past to just overshadow them for the rest of their life. Yeah. And that is and something, think, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is something that, like, really, you know, gets to me because it's just so crazy. Yeah. And then also, like, a lot of it has to do with um, 
the way that they coped with that situation or handled it or even healing like healed from it um because i know that if you go through something traumatic and you kind of um suppress those memories where like rather than um dealing with them head on and understanding the situation and learning from it and knowing what to do next time um those two different excuse me those two different um reactions can really determine the road that you're headed on because if you suppress those memories when you go through that traumatic experience then that enables you to continue to do that every single time Mm -hmm. which allows you to be stuck in that mindset of cycle like yeah like this is all i deserve i can't do better i don't believe in myself like that kind of negativity whereas even if you just try it once if you try it once to handle the situation and deal with it and really understand what happened and healed from it properly then that's enough to change you and really make you think huh like this is doable you know i think that sucks too is with like you mentioning the you know, they get stuck in reacting the same way that they do to, you know, the same situation or the same sort of situation every time mm-hmm. is that they learn that from their parents. You know, we learn that from our, our family around us. We learn to suppress our emotions and, you know, you can't say this or we can't talk about this. Like, that just has to stay, we just stay quiet about it. Mm-hmm. And that's something that, like, really, 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 really sucks. And I, I, like, I vow to never raise my kids that way because, you know, I want them to be able to talk to me. I want them to understand that it's valid you know it's okay to feel the way that they feel about certain things yeah no i know from like personal experience where um my family well mostly like my mother but my family is is the kind of family to just sweep it under the rug and pretend it never happened Mm -hmm. and don't ever talk about it and so i grew up in that mindset anytime something happened i would just kind of like sweep it under the rug and pretend nothing happened and just continue on with my day and continue thinking oh like La, 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 la. it's a happy world but um as i've gotten older and even through like early teens to mid-teens to now um that has always been a really bad issue for me um because the environment that i was raised in was always um private and secretive and nobody really talked about how they felt and nobody talked about what upset them like the communication was just never there yeah so being a product of that environment it enabled me to not know how to communicate and that's been a really big thing in everything in my life like with relationships or even um friendships yeah anything Um, yeah communication is not just limited to relationships how people think like just that whole array of within communication i lacked because of my environment and my upbringing you know nobody taught me how to communicate and like you said I vowed to raise my children better than that and to have them have that communication with me because it's important you know now that I'm an adult and I know how to act and I know I can choose you know the way that I do things um I have worked on my communication and I find it a lot easier to do now Mm -hmm. compared to many many years ago when I didn't even know how to say hi or like say what's on my mind or anything like that well I'm definitely so proud of you for learning how to literally communicate learning how to (laughs) communicate anything that's on your mind even if you know you still find it a little difficult it's better than suppressing every little thing you know what I mean Mm -hmm. yeah like my best friend used to get on to me about it a lot um 
in middle school and early high school because she never really knew how I felt. And every time that I would have little breakdowns or little episodes of just everything pouring out, she would just get on to me and be like, this is why this is happening because you would never say how you felt from point A to point B. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, yeah, and it's it's funny that you're talking about that because I... I mean, I know we're talking about communications that, you know, it's a part of um, one of the things that we struggle with because, you know, our upbringing. But I, I still, like, struggle a lot with that. Like, I still, I suppress everything. And then I have my one or two episodes a year where I just explode and, like, everything overflows. And it's so, so bad for me. But I say it's funny is because my best friend, she still gets on to me that for today. Like, I just get, I just suppress my feelings so much that it, you know, like, it gets me into my head. And it's not like, you know, it's not like I had a bad upbringing. I didn't have a bad childhood. It's just something that I've seen my father do with my mother or with, you know, other family members. So I guess I just observed that trait so much that I got it. Does that make yeah. that make sense, correct? Yeah. yeah. Just seeing it every day made you... Um, mm, it just made me, for some reason, it just like, oh, I just like, you know, young me, I just thought, oh, okay, that's what I need to do. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's so sad to say. Like, that's so sad for me to admit. But it's something that I seriously struggle with. I seriously struggle with communicating, especially in um, romantic relationships. Like, it's just so hard sometimes. I don't know why. Like, I I strive and I always tell, like, you know, my significant other that, you know, we need to communicate. That's the number one thing. We can never stop doing that. Like, you need to tell me what's on your mind or, like, if I'm doing something, you know, like, little stuff like that. Like, don't ever lose the communication. But, you know, I struggle with this so much, so it's kind of like, I sound like a hypocrite sometimes. Yeah. I've, I've had to deal with that as well. Um, in a romantic relationship, I, I, like, I had never seen myself being the problem. I always thought it was the person that I was with. I was always like, you suck at communicating. You don't know how to talk to me. When in reality, it was both of us. I didn't really, like, I guess I chose not to see my faults. Um, and seeing that I didn't know how to communicate either and just kind of, um, what's it called? Like, um, I took it out on like that person. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. Uh, I projected, I projected that, that problem within myself onto them and made them think that they, they were the problem when in reality it was me, but mostly like both of us con- it combined. Yeah, I know exactly um, what you're talking about. So the way that I learned from that was um, I just started getting into the habit of telling them everything, like just everything. Like anytime that I got up to use the restroom, I'd be like, I went to the restroom. Anytime that I went to, anytime that I was hungry, I'd be like, I'm hungry, I'm going to eat. Or anytime where I left the house, I'd be like, hey, I'm going to the store or hey, I'm going to go put a gas or hey, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Anytime that I my body physically moved, I would let them know. And that just kind of at first it was hard. But after time, it just kind of hmm. it, it became habit just to tell them. And from that moment forward, after making it a habit, we didn't have an issue communicating anymore because telling them just came out like, yeah, yeah. Like telling them what I was up to every time I moved or anytime that I was doing something or anytime that I, I make a plan or go out and stuff, it would, it was habit for me to tell them. And mm-hmm. in, in return, they were the same way. Anytime that they were like, I'm going to go use a restroom. Like they would tell me I'm going to use a restroom, you know, like just that little thing alone helped out tremendously. And even to this day, it's helped out in my relationships afterwards and, and in my relationship now. I feel like, 
as silly as it might sound to the people like you know just starting with telling them everything that you're doing like physically I feel like that would really work I have I've never tried that and I've never like I didn't think you know I didn't even think something like that you know what I mean that's actually mm -hmm. something maybe I should start doing you know with, yeah definitely with try everything. it out just even get like give yourself a day to try it out you know just try it out for one day and then after that day is over tell yourself okay well maybe one more day and then one more day one more day one more day and sooner soon you'll realize oh shoot like this is this is legit like i'm this is habit like i'm doing this now yeah wow that's actually now that i think about what you're what you did and i'm soaking it in that sounds like something that would actually work wow <laughs> it works for me <laughs> um yeah everybody's different i get you it, it may not work for me in the way it works for you but you know it never hurts to try because you know i don't mm -hmm. i still struggle with it and, you know i need something like yeah i need to find a way to like communicate and not stay with the same trait that my father has and i can yeah. see it you know like you know as i've gotten older i can see how it's destroying all the relationships around him and i do not want to be like that yeah, no, definitely. Even if it's just one little thing that you can change in your daily life, you know, that's enough to make a greater impact within a year or many years to come. <clears throat> but yeah, no, definitely give it a try. It works for me as far as the aspect of just letting my significant other know what I was doing and what I was up to. Yeah, but it was just was... so natural. Like by the time you, you know, you were doing it so much, it was just so natural for you to be like, oh, hey, I'm feeling this way at this moment. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I still struggle with the emotional aspect of it, but as physically, like anytime I'm doing something, I let them know. But as far as like emotionally, since that's still a little bit of an issue for me, um, you know, because I'm a Virgo and that's a thing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, we love our zodiac signs. <laughs> um, just the emotional aspect of it, I'm still working on. It's not completely, you know, bad, but every now and then I forget to let them know how I'm doing emotionally. Um, but most, like, I'd say 99% of the time, I'm, uh, I keep them up to date. Yeah, yeah, you don't, yeah, it's not as bad, you know what I mean? It's not as bad as how mm -hmm. you used to be when you just didn't say anything at all, and you just were yeah, like, everything's fine and dandy, but what it really wasn't. Yeah, like, that's, you know, I just kind of swept under the rug. Yeah, yeah, that's, like, extreme progress. You should be proud of yourself, aside from, like, the moments you forget or whatever. Like, definitely, I'd be, I'd be proud of you. It's, it's taken some time, you know being like going not going against the way you were raised but transitioning it is out of so habits, it is it, so hard it, it is, is so hard. hard like i still find myself struggling with many different things um because of the way that i was raised and you know my family and just the overall upbringing mm -hmm. um just like anybody else in the world does it's not always going to be the same but you know, everybody's different and they all have their everybody, own... Yeah, everybody has their own, like, flaws or, like, own yeah. battles that they're trying they're to figure out or whatever. Yeah, I can <laughs> definitely, definitely agree with that. Like, as I said before, like, you know, my bringing... I had, a, I had a really good upbringing. I'm very fortunate for that. I'm very, very thankful that I have the parents that I have. But, you know, I still, like... So, you like, I'm 19 right now, right? So, I see so much of myself in both of my parents and it's it's yeah it's it's some of the good things but when I see the bad things it just gets under my skin and I'm like okay I need to change my thinking because we're literally I, I guess sometimes you know like yeah we think about this stuff like as human beings or whatever but when we finally talk about things like this we actually 
you can see our gears turning you know what i mean like you we're talking we're speaking this out loud and we're like we're literally mirrors of our parents like literally a mirror of our parents <laughs> that's <And> terrifying it, <laughs> and, mm-hmm. <laughs> yes i can i can definitely agree with that but it's just i have been i think one of like my biggest fears is you know turning out turning out like I don't want this to sound wrong, and I feel like, you know, I just, I just need to say it, but, like, I don't want to turn out, like, as my father. Like, he's not happy with his life at all because he's stuck in his ways of thinking and his box. You know how I was talking about the box mm-hmm. earlier? Yeah. Like, he's stuck in that, and I really, 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 really am trying to help myself so I do not get stuck like that because I can tell you right now, as much as I am of my mother, I am probably more of my father, and he carries more <laughs> of, like the non-communicating traits and the grudge uh traits and just you know suppressing everything like stuff like that he carries more of that and i have that in me probably not as bad but i see it in moments where i where i that they, like they're not needed you know what i mean they're so unnecessary and it just comes out <clears throat> in me and it's just how do i how do i fix that before i get to like my official adulthood and then it's not too late but it's gonna be more difficult for me to change my thinking because i'm already gonna be grown like does that make sense yeah yeah no i understand you completely um if i knew the secret i would definitely share it with you but (laughs) (laughs) to be quite honest i don't have the secret i don't have the knowledge of all but i do think that it's never too late to start now um i need to start now yeah definitely the younger because you can always change your thinking and it's easier to I don't know if this is actually true, but, like, to me, I feel like it's easier to not mold your brain, but, like, what's a different word for that? Like, mold your brain into a different kind of thinking. Does that make sense? Do you yeah, understand so what I'm I trying just, to say? Yeah. Yeah, like, change your, like, you know, because you're still young and your brain is still growing. Mm-hmm. So you can, like, change You have your room way of, to alter. Yeah, you have, yeah, yeah, you have room to alter a certain aspect of yourself or something like that it's just always progress and working on yourself and being better than your parents is something that I hope to achieve one day I completely agree you know I I wasn't one of the fortunate ones to have the best childhood in the world but it wasn't the absolute worst it could have definitely been a million times worse but Mm -hmm. it's not completely good either but um I grew up without my father and I hear I've always heard a lot about him you know from my mom and from you know family members connected to him and you know my mom has always kind of held it against me because they like they've always told me that I'm just like him and which is crazy because even without him being present I'm still he's your father yeah like well not necessarily that but it's even though like I'm not with him I wasn't with him every single day of my growth. I still had characteristics and traits of his that he still has to this day, you know, and not Hmm. necessarily seeing it every day. So it, to me, it's not necessarily more of like, you see it every day, so that's how you're gonna act. I think it's more deeper than that, as terrifying as that sounds. It's, it could be more, um, what is the word here? Uh, more like, what do you mean? Like more like like, not genetically, but uh, like not gen- what is it? Uh, it starts with an H. Um, 
hereditary. Oh, hereditary. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. It, it's more like, it's more of that kind of aspect of it. So Which is also like terrifying observe, because because yeah. if it's in your blood, then um, <laughs> fix that. <laughs> I think that's still that's still something that that's probably a lot more harder than altering something you just observed. Mm-hmm. But I'm pretty sure it's something that you can definitely. Yeah, and work like, on. and I'm not as bad as he was. Um, because, like, but then I also can't you know confirm or deny that because I don't know him personally, but. Um, you know, from the stories that I hear and, you know, the just basic conversations with those family members, um, they say that while I have a lot of his characteristics, a lot of his toxicity, I didn't inherit. So that is a good thing to hear. But yes, I do definitely. know that. I'm pretty sure you didn't inherit it because you didn't, you didn't, well, you didn't get it at all because it wasn't hereditary. It was more of an observation thing. Yeah, and you didn't and- get to observe that side. Yeah, I do know that a lot of my bad traits, as much as I hate to admit this, a lot of my bad traits stem from my mother. We're opposites, girl. And, you know, I love my mom to death. She's a good person, but her bad traits, they're pretty high up there, you know. (laughs) And um, I've always wanted, like, I've always grown up thinking, oh, I'm nothing like her. I don't want to be like her, like... I am my own person, I make myself, like, I I raise myself, you know, that kind of way of thinking, but, you know, as I've aged, I see a lot of myself in her, and a lot of her in me, and it's... Well, that's because she's, she's around, she's been yeah, around. Yeah, and with that, I can confirm that it's from observation. Yeah, that, I'm pretty sure none of that is hereditary, I'm pretty sure most of that is from observation as yeah. you were younger and growing up. Because mm-hmm. the way that I was raised, she she had a really, um, what's the word? Like a really bad temper oh, as like far as anger like anger. Kind of? Yeah, she had a lot of anger issues. Anger uh, like any little thing like would set her off and she would just start yelling. And I never really understood why. Um, and so I just grew up seeing that and to where... And so, you know, as I was probably around like 14 or 15, um, looking after my little brother and sister and just being with them, any little thing that they did would upset me and I would end up yelling at them. And so I had to take a step back and realize, okay, like this is not who I am. I think I'm acting out like this based off of observation. Mm -hmm. And so I took that time before it got worse or progressed to fix that. Because I didn't want to grow up to be the kind of parent who yells an insane amount. You know that you bring this up as, like, another thing that I see is that so many kids or, like, now adults say that I'm never going to be like my mother. I'm never going to be like my father. And they say it so much to the point where they end up exactly like them. And that's also something that scares me. They jinx themselves. Yeah, yeah. They literally literally say it so much to themselves that somehow they end up going down the same path without even realizing it. And it's mm-hmm. crazy to me because it's like, okay, am I'm I one of those people? To be this yeah. Way? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that too. But like, you also think like, okay, like, but then you overthink everything. Like, as I'm about to say, like, you sit down and you're like, okay, am I doing this? And like, am I doing this that they do? Am I, do I need to change this? Like, you know, all the little things you critique about yourself. And then I, I honestly don't know how people end up the same as their parents. Like, who chased that? dream to not be exactly like them like i don't know i don't know where that 
not wiring, but I don't know where that like aspect comes and they end up being the exact same. Especially if their parents are horrible. Especially if, you know, like if they're genuinely just bad people and just had such a traumatic um, childhood. Like, how could you follow the same path? If you, if you, so basically you're going to treat your kids the same when you knew how you felt being little and being treated the way you were. How could you pass that on to another human being? That's a lot. I don't know. I'm not sure. I've seen it in real life. I've seen it in movies, TV shows. Yeah, yeah. yeah I've seen it in real life. That's why, I, that's why I say, because like my mother and her sister like didn't have the best upbringing. Like it was, it was very like if I'm being honest, it was very very violent. And my mm-hmm. my aunt, which is my mom's sister, she's not extremely violent like that, but she carries those traits, and I can see them too when I see her punishing her kids or how she talks to her kids. And I'm just like, you were in their place once. Why would you want to repeat the same things to them? You know what I mean? Yeah, and it no, just it like hurts. Things. You know, like it hurts my heart because it's like you're so horrible to them. Like. Like, honest, honest to God, I think those kids are going to need therapy. And I'm pretty sure my mom and my aunt need therapy, too. <laughs> They've just never gone. But it's just, <laughs> it's just the cycle. Like, you know, I, how do you break that? Like, I how think, do you break that? I think it has to do a lot with your, ment- your mental strength. And, you know, how bad or how much you want to be different Mm -hmm. because anybody can say i'm gonna do this or i'm gonna be this way or i'm not gonna do this and i'm not gonna be this way but it's one thing to say it and it's another to actually act on that Mm -hmm. and i think a lot of the time people who say oh i'm gonna i'm gonna be nothing like my parents it's all talk because they don't really do anything don't take any action like yeah and i think the, we shouldn't view it as I'm not going to be like my parents and view it in a negative, nasty way like that. I think we should view it more of like we see our parents every day. We understand who they are and the ins and outs of their personality. Yeah, like we may and not we agree. Can really, we can really break it down. Here are the good things about them. Here are the bad things about them. And focus on the bad traits and see, you know, use that as like a tool in the back of your mind to think and when you go about your daily life see if any of those are present and if they are how figure out how you can fix them going forward figure out how you can like learn from them rather than refusing to be like them at all and pushing it away and suppressing that yeah and then just like completely shutting them out i mean i mean granted that's a different kind of um it, it, it's, it's a whole array like honestly yeah like, there's just the, there's, there's no set in stone solution like it really varies person to person yeah that is true it just, just depends on the individual and if they how they how they view their parents or how the up or how traumatic their upbringing was and some because i know some people i don't know if I, it could just be talk but i know some people who may have had a bad uh childhood but it doesn't seem to affect them. Like, they got over it at such a young age. And mm-hmm. I, like, cheers to those people because they are mentally, like, they're so mentally strong for that. And I could, like, I don't know, man. Like, I'm not in the shoes of someone who's been through heavy traumatic stuff like that. But to everyone who has and who has bettered themselves, I honestly am so proud of every one of them. Because that's just crazy. Yes, it's, definitely. It's insane. Um, just... 
because I know quite a few people too who are on both ends of that. Those who had a traumatic childhood and have been able to conquer that and be and rise above it. And then That's I've met people who have who have had a bad childhood and still haven't been able to completely get over it and still allow that to trigger them sometimes or to give them continuous anxiety or depression that they still continue to deal with. Um, it's it's crazy. It's just a whole. It's a lot. It's it's just I don't even I don't even have a word for it, man. But just the whole you know traumatic childhood that affects the rest of your life till death. It's just yeah, it's just it's just crazy how I don't know, man. But um, I know I'm the type of person where I don't want to let anything negative impact me that way because I've already dealt with so much negativity. I don't want to continue to be surrounded by it do you give lessons because i need help with that <laughs> <laughs> like yeah like definitely i charge by the hour oh i will pay anything girl anything <laughs> you know just help me give me tips you know do i need to you know start drawing like you do does that help <laughs> i will definitely get a sketchbook <laughs> i think what works for me is that i'm able to understand the situation immediately instead of um, reacting you're not you don't have impulse i'm, I'm more of a Do you have impulse you're not impulsive not really no because it because i have a lot of patience and it takes a lot to you know piss me off um because i'm just not that kind of person mm-hmm. which is you know shocking mm-hmm. but whenever i'm presented with an issue or whenever i'm going through a problem or when something comes up all of a sudden and just randomly i tend to really understand it from the get-go so like let's just say i'll give you an example so like let's just say that um dang i don't even know um i'm okay so let's just say i'm in a relationship right Mm -hmm. and all of a sudden an issue pops up between the both of us i'm not that type of person to sit there and cry about it and be like well what's like is it over like is if it, it was something like, like threatening your relationship okay yeah, yeah. i get you and i'm not the type of person to immediately revert to thinking negatively mm-hmm. i'm the type of person where it's like here's the issue you can either react this way or you can react this way and i always choose to react positively and to choose to see the brighter side of things and don't i don't get that confused with i refuse to acknowledge the negative yeah yeah no definitely because i acknowledge it you know i understand that there's you know two sides to everything i just choose to follow the brighter side and that is what helps a lot because any situation that i go through you know not even me just anybody in general 90 percent is what you go is what's given to you what you go through 10 percent is how you react and that is so true wow so it's like 100 percent of it isn't always the case you know there's always going to be that percentage of you that you can you have that power mm-hmm. to determine everyone has that power just Pay it's just a to matter it. Some of, people don't pay attention to it and they just Yeah, it's a matter of acknowledging that mm-hmm. you can actually have that kind of power and acting on it mm-hmm. responsibly. Yeah, definitely. Well, kudos to you for you know, having the patience and not always act, reacting negatively because I aspire to be people like that and that's very, very mature and that actually says a lot about 
your personality and how you are as a person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really, really, that's amazing. That's amazing. Actually, I'm like I'm being so serious here. <laughs> thank you. Actually, thank you. Well, yeah, actually, like, thank you for. I've had to grow up immediately from like from a very young age, mm-hmm. and you know, having to be beyond your years at such an early age going forward, it matures you mentally, and it can be exhausting at times, but. I find that it actually prepared me for life today, going yeah. through everything that I went through early on in life. Yeah. Well, you were very fortunate in that aspect too, being ready. You know, it wasn't obviously wasn't your choice, but being ready and being mature as young as you were and knowing how to handle certain things, that is something that you were very, very fortunate in. But I do want to thank you today for, uh, you know, joining me <laughs> and letting the people listen to us ramble about how our childhood environment impacts your adulthood. Mm-hmm. Thank you, guys. And I want to say uh, thank you guys for listening and uh, stay tuned for the next episode of ACRG in Air. Bye. Bye.